Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. Welcome in to Talk of Champions on this July 18th, Tuesday, 2023. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Bit on Twitter. He's Ole Miss hitting coach Mike Clement because Ole Miss baseball is doing things in the transfer portal. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Good. How are you? I am, uh, I am sitting in Atlanta traffic. I'm on I-75. Speed limit is 70. As I look at my speedometer, I'm going 28. 28 miles an hour on the interstate because of gridlock traffic. Wait, where are you headed to? Are you trying to go to Atlanta or are you trying to go through Atlanta? Through Atlanta from, from one game uh, to another as, as the recruiting goes. Uh, I'm happy to be in air conditioning because it's hot. Uh, but if you get road rage, Atlanta is not the place for you. But here's the thing. Uh, you have me to get you through traffic. Isn't that great? It's, uh, I couldn't ask for anything better. There we go. So yesterday on Monday, a double dip of big-time news for Ole Miss baseball. After the Cooper Pratt news from the draft, you thought maybe after the first day uh, Ole Miss was in a good spot. Then he goes in the sixth round and gets paid above slot by the Brewers. It's not official yet, but he's not here. You had to go get a shortstop. You had to get even more impact. You do both. Luke Hill from Arizona State, absolute stud, coming in to play shortstop. Florida Atlantic infielder Jackson Ross. First and foremost, before we get into the players themselves, kind of how did this come together as it did? You, you nailed it. So we it, it starts with Pratt, um, obviously a high-profile guy. You know, he's a guy that going into the draft, and, and baseball's tough, right, because you, you sign a class, but then you have the draft to contend with, which is now backed up to the middle of July. Um, and, and so – it's, it's tough, and you have to try to do signability. But as most people know, uh, Pratt is from Oxford, goes to Mag Heights, um, you know, an Ole Miss family. We felt pretty good about getting him to school. Uh, last year on the summer circuit, he really blew up, and it became pretty evident that he was one of the better shortstops in the country. And we thought it was probably 50-50 um, getting him to school. He had a high number. Um, he was in summer school and, um, obviously the Brewers got to his number. And so, um, at that point, um, 
we felt like we'd get him to school as, as the draft got near and then day one goes by and then we felt even better about it. Um, you know, but the draft is a, it's a fickle process and, uh, the Brewers saved money with their first couple picks and were able to, 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 to load up on him and, um, certainly happy for him. He gets to, to fulfill a dream selfishly. Uh, it was a, it was a kick to the gut for sure. Uh, and then you go into scramble mode, I guess you would call it scramble mode, um, to, 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 to scour the portal. And, um, we were, we were fortunate that Luke went in and, um, we had a need and he knew we had a need and, um, you know, the portal's crazy world to, to, to swim in and, and, and those things can happen really quickly. Um, he went in and we got him, got him to campus on Sunday and, uh, and, and he committed Sunday night. What is a visit like when you're bringing portal guys in? Like, is the approach different? Uh, maybe slightly. The, the good in it is this, uh, and there's some, certainly some bad with the portal also and the NIL space and all of those things. The good in it is this, typically those guys, um, are a little more mature, meaning they've played college baseball, um, while they think the powder blue uniforms are cool, they're not making a decision based off of uniforms or equipment or, or those kinds of things. They, uh, they're looking for opportunity uh, amongst other things. And so, um, you know, he's from Baton Rouge. And so um, it was fairly easy to, to, to get him up here. We can't obviously have any contact with him uh, until his name appears in the portal. That took some time. Um, but once it got in, uh, we were certainly all over it um, after we had heard the rumors that he was going to get in, uh, you know, and, and it all it all happens fairly quickly. Um, we try to get our ducks in a row uh, on the front end of it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like a crash course recruiting. Um, but the fortunate thing with him in particular is that he's from the SEC footprint. And so um, it's closer to home. There's a lot of built-in advantages as far as, his family being able to watch him play. Uh, he's super familiar with SEC baseball. He spent a lot of time at Alex Box Stadium as a kid watching games. And um, we had a need and, and needed to act quickly because, you know, there's a lot of sharks in that portal water. And so uh, uh, we, were able, we were able to get it done. Luke Hill goes in. You know you need a shortstop. You get him landed. You go from gut punch again uh, to, I, I would assume, relief. But – that swing in emotion, that's got to be a, a hard thing to go through in the summer. I mean, good grief, the swings with this stuff for y'all have been pretty severe. How nice was it then to have a Monday where it was just a double dip of good news and you can look at your roster and say, okay, we can take a breath here. We, we've kind of addressed the things. The biggest ticket items for us have now been checked off. Is, is it a sense of relief? Certainly, yeah. Yeah, there's, a, there's certainly a sense of relief and – the, the difficult part in our sport, like we talked about, dealing with the draft, dealing with the portal, dealing with the end of our season, and then school starting very soon after uh, relative to the rest of the sports, um, it's an interesting dynamic. There's a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of pieces at play in our sport that are unique to our sport, as you know. And so um, it's, it's refreshing to go out and watch portal guys that are playing collegiate summer leagues because you're 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 evaluating not a 15 year old that's going to possibly come play for you in three or four years you're evaluating the guy for right now and how does he fit on our team so from an evaluation standpoint it's refreshing um 
but from the recruiting and anxiety about putting a roster <laughs> together that's going to compete to go to Omaha and win a national championship again, uh, yeah, there's certainly some anxiety that comes with that. And on the backside of anxiety, when it works out, it's certainly relief. So I think those are good adjectives to use. Um, but, but really excitement, just because you don't want to just get pieces that can play a position. Uh, you want to get pieces that have a chance to be dynamic and have a chance to, you know, be special and, 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 and feel the team that is going to compete not only in our league, but in our division, which is the best division in college baseball. So, um, I think we did that, not just with Luke, but with the rest of our portal pieces. Um, man, we made some serious headway in that space, and we needed to, honestly. Like, you know that, and you and I have talked about it. We had an old team with a lot of turnover, um, especially from the position player side of things. And, uh, you know, it's hard to win in our league playing all young guys. Now, we're certainly going to depend on some young guys, but, you know, where we've had success with young guys are young guys that are able to play amongst a bunch of veteran guys. And I think we've put ourselves in that position. Now it's about making them a team and, 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 and getting them to, to come together and kind of see what we have. But that's kind of exciting in itself because we've had an older group the last couple of years, which is great. Um, but there's some, some newness to this, this club and some excitement uh, surrounding it. And I think, you know, obviously yesterday when the news came out with those two guys, finishing off a really good portal class um you know it's fun to see our our fan base get excited too yeah are y'all done or do y'all feel like y'all can still address like, yeah how does that work loaded, yeah, yeah uh um from a need standpoint uh we're in really good shape right like as far as uh places of need and uh filling holes and 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 you know checking boxes from that standpoint we're in a really good place um to ever close the door on anything would be probably foolish because as soon as I do that, right, it'll pop up on Twitter, Instagram, or something that we signed another portal guy. You'll send me a text and be like, "What the heck, Clem? Like, I thought we were done." Uh, so I don't ever want to close the door. First of um, all, first of all, I would never send such a text. But second of all, that would be hilarious, and now I'm going to do it from this point forward. Uh, okay, you and I have a good enough relationship that. Um, you you you've dropped your guard around me fairly fairly. Uh, yes, it's true. Okay, that's fair. and several times, and that's I think fair. you're not scared to send me a normal text that you would uh, one of your buddies. I was like when I was in L.A. and I saw Gray at Dodger Stadium. Like the first person outside of my wife who was with me that I contacted about Gray was Clem. Let's talk about that guy for a second. I I, I was able to watch the entire Sunday night baseball game the other night. Awesome, uh, man. Super proud of him. Like I, that guy uh, holds his own, and I know. And I don't want to give away any stories. I talked to Gray. Um, you need to have him on in the off season after they win another World Series. But uh, I know Dusty Baker. Uh, really cool story. Said something to the effect when he brought him up. Dusty Baker, the way I understand it, is like the crusty old manager that like doesn't like rookies, and uh, he likes Gray because. Uh, DK treated him really well because DK was towards the end of his career as Dusty Baker was a young guy. They didn't wow. play together the way I understand it. But, but uh, you know, I think Dusty probably got hit by some, some uh, racist things uh, at that time of where our world was. And I guess Don Kessinger was like what you would expect for all of us that know Don Kessinger, like the man around him. The sweetest and, and human Dusty being to exist. That. Yeah. 
That's right. And and Dusty relayed that to Gray. Gray told me that story. I was like, man, that is unbelievable. Oh really, really God. cool. So and then and then furthermore told Gray like because of who your granddad is, you're not going to get overwhelmed by all of this. And and Gray hasn't, man. He's he's taken advantage of 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 the opportunities that he's gotten, and I'm I'm incredibly proud of him, man. He swung the bat great. Um, you know how I feel about him. So oh, I know I, that wasn't the reason for the podcast, but any opportunity I get the chance to to talk about that dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna take advantage. Well, of. well that's the thing. It's like when he feels like everybody's little brother around here to me. But Luke stepping into the position that Gray played at shortstop, what's the scout for him as a player, and maybe more from a hitting standpoint, what do you envision for him when you were kind of looking at him and seeing how he plays? Yeah, he he uh, is a dynamic athlete. So probably a little bit more from a, just strictly they're different players but strictly from an athleticism standpoint he is less gray or gonzo those guys obviously long and rangy uh and more sir video as far as like a twitched up athlete who can really really run um now he can hit and hit with power in fact i told him on sunday from everything that i know um i think his offensive game has a chance to be really really good um you know he's like I don't know how tall he is, but he's 195 pounds. He's got juice. Um, I think his ability from an offensive standpoint has a chance to be really good, you know, like maybe top middle of the order type guy um, with, with, with the real ability to hit. He's not just the, he's not the defense first guy. The success that, that, that had uh, with, with those types um when you're good at shortstop offensively, which is a defensive position, right? Uh, man, you got a chance to have a really good offense, and so that that's obviously a uh, you know a, a really good piece for us um, with a guy that not only can play defense because that's a defensive per- first position, but a guy who can who can do it offensively, and you got a chance to, to to be pretty good. And then you start to put the pieces around him um, that we've gotten out of the portal that are much more offensive guys. Um, you know, it's hard to win in our league without good offense. And so I think uh, if the hitting coach doesn't screw him up, we got a chance to have a pretty dynamic offense. Stop. Let me ask you this because it's totally inside baseball, but I'm curious. It used to be like defensively, just give me the best defender at shortstop and whatever I get offensively is a bonus. I really don't care. It used to be kind of like that with catcher too. But now I feel like yep. coaches or roster builders would prefer to have a league average defensive shortstop if he if he's got some juice offensively. Uh, I think that's accurate. Okay. And, I, and I still think at those two positions, it used to be like, hey, up the middle, it's defense first. Yeah, meaning just defense. Catcher, shortstop, second base, center field. And I think in uh, in the college game, the, for us, the only place that we would go defense over offense is catcher, shortstop now. Um, and so, but with that said, we're lucky to be at a place where you can get the best guys. And so, um, you know, I think, with Groff coming back, you got him uh, transfer tracing Hughes from from Mercer, the the first portal piece that we got way back. It seems like three years ago. It but, really does. Uh, what, what, whatever it, whatever it was six weeks ago. Um, you know, I it's just I I think we got a chance to be really good um, up and down up and down the lineup with with the new guys and 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 then obviously the other spot where you go defense versus catcher and Campbell Smithwick. I think. You know, of the of the catchers that made it to school and made it through the draft, which he pulled his name out of the draft. He probably didn't put that out because he's a super humble kid. Um, but uh, you get maybe the best freshman catcher in the country um, back behind the plate who 
can do can do both. Can can really play defense and a left-handed bat that's going to be that's going to be really really good for us. Well, we've talked all this time, and uh, I haven't talked enough, and it's all my fault about Florida Atlantic infielder Jackson Ross. He could wear any number of hats for y'all. I mean, he's got that versatility, not necessarily like bench, but in the bench mode where he could play any number of spots for y'all. What are y'all projecting for him, and what's the scout of him as a hitter? Um, I project for him middle of the order, um, for sure. Um, he is an old guy and really, um, we were, we were nervous in the recruitment of him twofold. Number one, he was draft eligible. Right. And so, um, we felt like there was a, a decent chance he could sign. Um, and so we were a little nervous with that. And then, uh, there's a school in his home state that is in our conference that was also recruiting him. And so, um, that happened to play in the national championship series. And so, um, the combination of that, uh, we, we were fortunate Jackson's father went to Ole Miss. And so that played into it, uh, when they came to town, certainly we're going to play off the nostalgia of Oxford. I was fixing to say, you better, y'all rolled out the red carpet in that way. I'm sure. For, For sure. But what you said, um, from a versatility standpoint is true. Now, I don't think he can play. I don't think he's our shortstop. I don't think he's our center fielder, Right. but you know, with, with Andrew Fisher, the transfer from Duke, um, probably being third base only, I think Ross can play second base. He can play third base. He can play a corner outfield spot. He can play first base. Uh, so there's some real versatility with him. Um, but he is, he is hit first. And with what we had, we had so many left-handed bats, which is never that big of an issue. Um, but we needed, you know, to add on to Groff and Leger, a right-handed bat that could hit in the middle and split up those left-handers and really bang. And, um, you know, you look at his numbers from last year at FAU, obviously he is that. Introducing the new and improved BNA Bank mobile app. From setting transaction alerts and tracking your spending habits to managing travel plans and turning off a lost or stolen debit card, you can take care of all of it in the new BNA mobile app. At BNA Bank, we know that life moves pretty fast, and we have the mobile technology to keep up with your life on the go. BNA Bank. Local. Invested. Modern banking. Are you ready for the Grove? Because I know I am. So join Lane Kiffin and your Ole Miss football rebels at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium this fall for the 2023 season. Order tickets now to participate in the seat selection process and to explore seating options. Visit OleMissTix.com, OleMissTix.com, or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation today, 662-915-7159. For Ole Miss football season tickets, it's time again to help lock the vault. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, 
days on the water at the ballpark and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head. And PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. It's concert season. And concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen lighted up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tacova store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The sun's a shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove, beer showers. It's just the very best time for an Ole Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Eufy Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Eufy Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver, so ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your home as fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. If Andrew Fisher, the transfer from Duke, is third base only, that moves Ethan Lege off of third, where he started pretty much every game last year. Where does he end up now? Because y'all got some draft luck with him. Ethan Groff, too, and Xavier Rivas. I mean, we're talking about the bad luck stuff, but Leger and Rivas, I think, going in, were inclined to sign if they got drafted, and neither gets drafted, and now you got two big pieces back for a lineup in rotation that's looking to rebound. We got really fortunate with Leger and Xavier Rivas in the draft in that um, with the way our season went, uh, I just felt like both of those guys being first-year players here, and I don't want to speak for them, but kind of what they said was there was some unfinished business here. And so um, awesome. I think what their what their uh, ability to sign, you know, towards the end of the year 
and, and what it became when the draft rolled around. Uh, they really pumped up their numbers because they felt like there was unfinished business here. And uh, it was like Coach Bianco said to both of them, hey, if you loved it here as bad as we were last year, it's like going to Disney World and like all the good rides are shut down. And you can only ride on the, on the, on the six-year-old Dumbo That's ride. Good. Just wait till all the rides open up. This place is going to be awesome. And so, obviously, you know, you recruit those guys back too because they're important. So, in answer to your question about Leger, I would look for him to be able to move around too, uh, possibly second base. Um, and that may be the best arm in the history of anyone who ever played second base. Right. But, um, obviously, our fans know and you know, He's a super athlete. I'm sure he could run out to the outfield and play wherever. He certainly is a guy that I, as we sit here on July 18th, would project to be in our lineup every single day. But I don't think just go out and play third base like he did last year. And I think, honestly, I think he may be better in the middle infield because mm. it gives his athleticism a chance to free up a little bit and he's able to, you know, come and get the ball. And, and that's where he's really good. When he can feel the ball on the move, um, he's better. You know, any struggles that he had at third base defensively were when he was stationary and the balls hit at him. And, and obviously in the middle infield, you can move a little bit. And I think it may free him up a little bit. Um, so we talked to him about uh, moving all around. And um, as of a couple of days ago, he might've been our shortstop, but um, wow. you know, able to fill, able to fill those holes. Um, I would look for him to move to the middle infield. Well, that's the biggest takeaway I think is you have options now. And to be honest with you, after the second day of the draft with Cooper, there was probably some panic, not just with Ole Miss fans, but y'all as well, like, oh, man. Yeah, that's fair. And trust me, uh, the uneasiness of the fan base, mm -hmm. uh, they know my Twitter handle. And so as <laughs> soon as Pratt got drafted, I opened up Twitter that night after recruiting. No clue. And, hey, I heard, I, heard, I heard all of you. I heard all of you. Uh, Come on. That, that mentioned me about you better have a plan for this. Uh, you put the heat on me, and uh, you delivered. Stick with us. Stick you delivered. Us, we we we're uh, we can go get guys. People like Ole Miss. Come there on, guys. Go. For y'all, we talked about JT Quinn and Grayson Sonia needing to have step up second seasons, but for a program that doesn't have a lot of known commodities returning, to have a guy that you sure. can pencil in in the weekend is invaluable, I think, right now. Wherever he ends up is immaterial for today. If you needed to start him on the weekend, y'all feel comfortable with that. And that's a huge feather in the cap, I think, after considering everything that's going on as y'all roster built this offseason. No question. And, and I would tell our fans this, and, and granted, this is the hitting coach talking, but our fans can remember back to 2017, the last time we didn't make the postseason. And the reason we didn't make the postseason is we were bad offensively. And part of the reason we weren't weren't great offensively was just because we started uh we started four freshmen every day it was Greg Kessinger it was Thomas Dillard it was Cooper Johnson it was Cole Zabowski amongst others and those guys really scuffled I would compare what happened this past year more because of injury than anything to Mallets and, and to Hunt but those guys got put in positions uh that forced them into roles that that we didn't anticipate and so I'm talking mostly about Quinn and Sonia and Sequoian. Those guys are supremely talented arms. And so I think you're going to see a little different version of those guys um, this year than you did last year. You're going to see a big step forward from those guys um, because even though some of it was failure, they got invaluable experience. And you remember what our team was in 2018 with all of those guys with 200 bats under their belt 
they became all-conference and all-American type players. And 2017, those at-bats were super valuable, those guys. That's what I would compare those freshmen, sophomores to be arms um, this year. And then we've added pieces. The the portal piece that probably kind of got smoothed over that I think Liam Doyle is Liam Doyle. I'm yeah, saying. So, uh, transfer from Coastal Carolina. I think it's elite stuff um, and top of the rotation type stuff. We'll see how it all pans out. But uh, And then you get, like we talked about, you get Rebus back, who started every Friday, was fourth in the league in punch outs. He's only going to get better, too. So uh, I feel really good about where we're at from, from a pitching standpoint and roster construction standpoint. And I think our fans have reason to be excited. I want to let you go. I'm sorry. Thank you for your time. But your thoughts on uh, how the draft turned out for you guys? It was awesome. It was awesome. And I, and I think, like you said, the ones from a coaching standpoint that I'm super proud of, Jacob was going to – I'll start with Jacob. Uh, he was going to be a first-rounder no matter where he chose to go to school. <laughs> uh, I threw him a lot of batting practice and hit him a lot of ground balls. And my goal for three years was not to screw him up. Um, he won us a national championship. We have – more to thank him for than he does thank us for. And I'm being completely genuine when I say that. I'm not even trying to play the humble card. Um, uh, we're fortunate that he chose Ole Miss. Um, and those other two guys, uh, proud of in a, in a similar respect because they were huge pieces in winning the national championship too. But, like, those guys developed. Those are the great college story. Um, you know, the funny story is the White Sox called Jake and offered him a boatload of money. And they said, what do you think? And Jake said, cool. <laughs> and that was it. And then Kemp, who's the 47th pick, the Marlins call him. He's and crying. I don't know if it's released how much money he got. It's also a boatload of money. And um, I'll, let, I'll let that get released later whenever he yeah. physically signs the piece of paper. But they called him and they said, hey, we're about to draft you with the 47th pick. Would you sign for it? And they said the number before it got out of their mouth. He yelled, yes, sir. Uh, oh, which would man. be uh, which would be Kemp's mo two and the scouting director for for the Marlins uh, called laugh and said, "Hey, this this place is a graveyard." You told me he could hit balls out of the yard, and last response to him was, "If he can't hit balls out of the yard there, there is not a human alive that can hit balls out of the yard there." So, um, yes, super excited for those guys. And then Calvin Harris, here's a guy who never really got behind the plate until this year and ends up being a fourth rounder. I saw yesterday he signed for six hundred thousand dollars and. What a great story. Um, those guys are extremely hard workers, and they'll be legends here, like Elko and Graham and Bench were, um, and, and got rewarded for it. All of those guys were inside of the top 120 picks of the draft. Do y'all have, like, a guest bedroom for the, the White Sox scouting director or something? I mean, we got a pipeline now. Yeah, we, we, we owe them a stake. So, <laughs> um, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever they need, we, we are, I guess, I grew up a Cubs fan, but I guess I got to kind of like the White Sox now. Tough. Oh, boy. I almost sent out a tweet that said, uh, I would like to congratulate the White Sox on the 2027 World Series championship. But I, being a Cubs fan growing up, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I just can't wait to watch Kemp Alderman hit a fastball 117 miles an hour um, out of Marlins yeah. Stadium. That's what I, I, I cannot wait to see. Oh, that. It's yeah. going to happen. It's yeah. going to happen. He's Mike Clement, Ole Miss baseball hitting coach. Thank you, my friend. Um, be careful out there on the road, and we'll see you when you get back. You got it, buddy. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. 
Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.